0: What up, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. We are chatting today about why eating right and healthy is so hard. And we talk a lot about this with our clients, athletes, and everybody we come in contact with. It's probably you know one number one or two of the the most asked questions we get, or their struggles, I should say, like why they can't get things done, why they can't follow through. By they can't find a quote unquote diet or plan that works for them. And it's tough. I will let you guys know that it is one of the hardest things you'll do in your life is to reprogram your brain of how you think about food, how you eat, how you go about everything with it. I mean, literally from if your emotional triggers, uh, if it's stress eating, whatever it may be. Um, some of these things have been ingrained in you for many, many years, and uh, it's really hard to fight through them. Now, I use that in the context of outside of some real life shit, you guys. Like, obviously, if you're you know battling cancer or paralyzed or you have some real life altering stuff, like that's that's in a different category of day to day things that you do. Changing how you eat and live your life in terms of food and drink is one of the toughest things you'll ever fucking do. I can promise you that. Anybody who sells you anything other than that is full of shit. Um, it's just the reality. There's no easy way to go about it. Uh, if it was If the answer to be like lean and healthy and ripped and sexy and look like a rock star was just move around more and eat less, we would have fixed this problem a 100 years ago. But it isn't. Just go to any, uh, I mean if bookstores still exist, I'm dating myself, if you go to Amazon, uh, or if you, you can find a Barnes and Noble or anywhere for that matter, and look at how many books on diet and exercise there are. Literally tens of thousands of books on how to eat this way and do this and this. And we also have a, a cookbook that's on Amazon. It's sold a shit ton of copies. It's made a lot of money for us. I don't know if it's ever really helped anybody. And I don't say that in a negative light because um, we put a lot of heart into it. We put a lot of quality information in there, but. There's no accountability and there's no coaching behind it. So if somebody buys it, we don't really know if they follow through with it and they take the lessons in there and they apply them. Now, we hope they do, but I'm not sure if they really do day to day. And so what I mean by this, why eating right is so hard for you guys, it's because it is a lifestyle choice. It's not a diet. It's not a quick fix. So if you guys were in a fitness program or a nutrition program with a coach, if they're selling you anything other than you have to do this for the rest of your life and make it fit into your lifestyle and your schedule and what you're trying to do, if they're selling you something else, they're selling you a, a crock of shit. And I would run from that person as fast as humanly possible. The only two things that work in life to be healthy and fit are to train and eat right forever. Short of that, it's nonsense. But there's no such thing as like, well, I'm going to do this for you know four weeks and I'm just going to maintain I have no idea what that even means because the maintain thing is you can't just do something for four weeks and then I'm going to quote-unquote maintain it and then stay there because the problem is the maintenance level you're at, that four weeks of work is what it took you to get there and you have to continue doing that over time to stay there if that makes sense to you guys because at the end of the day, we're always getting older, wrinklier and softer. That's just the reality of us. Time is fighting against us so we always have to keep tweaking things and improving them moving forward. So the number one reason... Why eating right is so hard to do and manage forever Because it's the decision you have to win Every single day Two to three to four times a day However many times you eat For the rest of your life Seven days a week 365 until you're dead And that's a tough thing to do It's a skill we've already mastered We've already mastered the skill of eating it's, You probably did it at two or three years old I'm not sure how most babies operate But grabbing food off a table And shoving it in your mouth Is the skill of eating We've mastered it for a long time. The conscious decision and choice, however, to grab broccoli instead of Pop-Tarts and put it in our mouth, that's the choice you have to win. And that's why it's so hard, you guys. The same thing, when you step back from it, from the world in your life, and and I'm so far removed from normal reality, like I wouldn't even know what it would be like to go to a grocery store anymore and just like pick a bunch of shit in the cart and just eat whatever the hell I wanted to because my brain thinks about food differently um, than I would say the average American. But when you're away from it and you're outside of the circle and you're you're eating a certain way and you're not indulging in alcohol all the time like, like the average person does, you see how much of our lives and social life and society and work events and parties and vacations revolve around food and drink. 99.9% of it, you guys, you see people drinking booze almost every single day or making shitty eating choices. And again, the world is different than it was 100 years ago. Like when my old man grew up, going to McDonald's with the family was like a very rare occasion, maybe, you know, once or twice a year, and it was looked at as a treat. And they went there, they had a burger and a, fry, a small burger, a fry, and like maybe a, a Coke or something. And that's what they went through. Now it becomes a normal way of life for most people. They eat fast food, a lot of people every single day or multiple times per week, and they're getting 5000 calories for $5. It's a crazy thing. You know, back in the day, we didn't have so much readily available access to things like that. So That's why it's tough because it's something that you just can't do for a certain amount of time. It can't be a printed piece of paper somebody gives you and you read off of it and you follow it because that plan that they gave you, oh, eat these five meals a day every single day for seven days. Well, the minute on Wednesday your kid gets sick and you got to hustle and and you skip two meals or you get delayed on your airplane flight or 14 things go wrong, that plan kind of goes to shit because we can't adhere to it and let's be honest, no real adult who has job can probably cook themselves five legit meals all spaced out like here's salmon for meal one, here's chicken for meal two, here's steak for meal three. That just seems ridiculous to me. Now, I'm not saying you can't have a plan and a structure, but obviously things like cooking in bulk and having a plan for the day before and the next day obviously goes a long way. But the point is, you guys, it is a lifestyle choice. It's a decision you have to win. You have to sell yourself. And that's what it comes down to. Every single day, we sell ourselves on everything. um, From why we wake up in the morning, why we put on certain clothes, why we invest our money in certain places, why we do or don't do certain things. Your eating is the exact same way. You're selling yourself on a reason why you should eat something or why you shouldn't eat something. You're selling yourself on why you should have a couple of drinks or why you should skip the drinks. You're in that, It's, it's split-second decisions too. You might start off the day with all the best intentions and a lot of us do this. We start off the day with the greatest intentions and then we sell ourselves... Later in the day Or we give ourselves A justification In the moment When we're hungry When we're tired When we're stressed We justify why having Two more drinks is okay We justify why having Five cookies is is amazing And again Trust me guys I love cookies I love all this shit Just like you guys do But you have to be willing To win those little battles Over time And again It it's tough. Admittedly, I understand. I'm an overeater just like you guys. Um, I don't buy trail mix for the for the fact that I can crush a pound of trail mix in probably 10 minutes and all of a sudden you go 3,000 calories down the drain. It's a, it's a slippery slope. It's that avalanche snowball effect and it works both ways. The more little wins you stack up, the more times you sell yourself on why you should eat broccoli as opposed to eating Sour Patch Kids, you'll feel better about it. You'll never wake up the next day and say, you know what? man, I really regret eating so well yesterday and eating so healthy. That That's never been said. But the other way you guys will do this, you'll you'll justify in the moment why you should eat shit and you'll have a couple extra drinks. You do things you didn't plan on doing and then you'll have what I see in people called eater's remorse or drinker's remorse. And they feel bad about the decisions made and they made and it drags them down. And they, they're digging this hole deeper and deeper. And the tough part is, When you do most things in life that are not good for you, it elicits a negative feeling and response. That's why we don't do it. So if your stove is hot as a kid, and I did this shit too, I put my hand on the stove because I'm going to test it. Ah, it's probably not that hot. And I burned the shit out of my hand. And you're like, wow, I'm probably never going to do that again. And I never did. Because the feeling I got from that, it was negative. So my brain associates this negative feeling with my hand burning. Now, when you eat cinnamon rolls, if that's your jam or chips and salsa or whatever it may be, or having wine for you guys or beers, it elicits a positive feeling. It elicits a good feeling, almost like a high, if you will. We get a buzz from it. And so our brain associates this with some positive thing. Even though deep down we know it's not good for us, we get this initial high, this initial positive feeling from it. So we continue to do it over time. We sell ourselves and why it's it's worth it having four extra beers and you know having an extra 20 pounds on our body. So there's a synergy there and it's up to you guys. To obviously, you know, pick and choose what you can do. And again, there's a million triggers that we dig into with our coaching clients of if it's emotional eating, uh, if it's stress eating, if it's social obligations, if it's you know, kids stuffling around, whatever that is. We try to get to the root and the ritual habit to change them. So that, in a nutshell, you guys, it's pretty common sense stuff. But if you never really dug into it, and I'm sure of the things I listed, a lot of you guys fall into those some of those categories, if not all of them, of why we do certain things and why it's so hard to combat it, because it's not something you can just get and set. It's And I'll say this all the time, it's a lot easier to to be a millionaire than it is to be super healthy and fit your entire life, because to be a millionaire, you maybe have to have one or two good ideas, or you just have to work your face off, invest your money over time, don't overspend like a dipshit, and you can become a millionaire. Um, Even if it's just sticking in a couple bucks into an IRA or 401k, the compound interest can get you there if you're diligent enough with it. It's kind of like a set it and forget it model, if you will. Eating right and looking a certain way and training a certain way and being healthy isn't that way. It takes consistent effort and energy every single day, 24-7, 365. Now, not meaning you have to be perfect. You can still eat cookies and shit and have drinks and that stuff's all cool. But it's give and take. It's well, it's not what we do some of the time. It's what we do most of the time that ultimately dictates our life. It's just like you can't be a great piano player um, if you're only you know playing piano maybe once a week. You have to bang on that thing multiple times a day, every single day. It's the same thing with eating right and training you guys. The more you put into it, the more you get out of it. And it just comes down to you of, is the juice worth the squeeze in certain scenarios? And that's kind of what I present to all our people. So... When you guys dig into this and you join a program of health and fitness and eating and training, you have to ask yourself, what am I really in it for? It can't be just so I want to look sexy in a swimsuit at fucking Coachella. It has to be like, I want to do it from the inside out. I want to be internally healthy. I want my gut health to be great. I want my brain function to be awesome. I want my skin to feel good. I want to feel not bloated and constipated and grossed. If you operate from a place of it's a health thing and then dig into the vanity part of it secondary... Over time, we find those people to be most successful. It's why the women who come in here in their forties look like rock stars and they crush it. I'm not saying the girls in their twenties don't, but they have different. There's different drivers and there's different whys for them of what motivates them to eat healthy and do the things that they do. So, what I ask you guys is, when you're going through your life, ask yourself this: Do you want a lifestyle change or just a quick fix? Do you really want to take the time, effort, and energy required to make a real? Lasting lifestyle change, or do you just want to look good for a couple weeks and do the yo-yo roller coaster shit? Not only you guys can answer that. Um, if you're looking for a quick fix or like a fad diet or gimmick exercise program. I'm not the dude for you. Um, This is probably not the podcast for you. I probably don't have any outlets that can help you. We work here on lifestyle stuff. That's why we no longer just give people these printed cookie cutter horseshit diet plans to follow. I did that when I was 22 years old. Um, We found pretty quick that the the failure rate for that is about 99%. There might be a 1% person who could be successful, but they would have been successful with anything that we gave them, so it really doesn't matter. It's the people that we teach them how to track macros. Educate them on real food, break down proteins, carbohydrates, and fats, break down micronutrients, the importance of fiber, and all the things that make up a healthy, truly living lifestyle, the quality of sleep they get, how they train, the mobility that they go through, the tissue work that they get done. And I'm serious, you guys, you have to really think about this. Do you want fast results, like from a quick kind of band-aid solution that maybe looks, makes you look a little bit better um, for a week or two? Um, or do you really want something that's going to last the rest of your life? Um, so again, you, you can have a choice either way. What I would say is it's, it's taking the pain up front – of learning what to do, building a foundation of skills you can have for the rest of your life that really pays off, or the people who just do this, I don't want to call it certain diets and fads, you guys, but like the HCG shit, and let's eat 500 calories a day or less, and oh, we lost all this weight. But the minute you go back and eat 1,000 calories a day, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? It's just common sense. So again, you guys have to ask yourself, do you truly you know, want to learn, become educated, Uh, on how to eat right and train it for the rest of your life, then you have to surround yourself by people um, in a community and a coach, probably, um, that supports a healthy lifestyle and that pushes you the right way and doesn't pull punches and gives you the education level that you guys need. I just want to help you guys understand that the eating aspect of it is just as important as anything else. Understanding macros, tracking them, eating real food matters just as much as pushing sleds and burpees, lunges, and everything in between. I promise you that. It's not as sexy to put on Instagram – because we can't get jacked up about it. Exercise works because we can see it. Um, you know, the hit stuff looks fancy, it looks cool, we're sweaty, we're breathing. We can feel the response, it elicits it. And we can see it almost instantly because, oh man, I'm sweating, I'm working, my muscles are sore, okay, I must be doing the right things. And you are. But eating right on Wednesday, you can't feel, it doesn't give you that same high from it. It's it's a silent win, if that makes sense. But that's the game, you guys. It's We get praised in public for what we do in private. I'll say it again, for what we do in private, we get praised for in public. So when you guys are putting in the work and the effort energy into the eating, you get praised for that in the back and your body starts to look and move and feel a certain way. But it takes effort and you have to track it at least at first and I'm a big believer of that. You have to, and people are like, well, I don't have time to track macros. If you don't have 10 fucking minutes to track your food into my MyFitnessPal app, which is like Google for food, you have to be one of the laziest fucking people I've ever met in my entire life. I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings out there if I say that, but it's the truth. It takes 10 minutes a day. It's probably the same people who say, I don't have 10 minutes a day to foam roll. You have time for whatever you value. I don't care how busy you are. You probably always remember to brush your teeth and wipe your butt. You don't say, I don't have 30 seconds to wipe my ass right now. I don't have two minutes to brush my teeth. I promise you, you do. And you make time for it because it matters to you. The same thing with track tracking macros, I can almost guess you guys, you track your bank account, what's in your checking, what's in your savings, maybe once in a while you look at what's in your retirement account, how are my investments doing, I can promise you your gas tank, You, if it's full or empty, you're tracking the progress of it, you're looking at the monitor, when you go to your work, I'm sure they measure you on certain metrics, how are my sales numbers, how are my quotas, how are my, whatever you do for a living, they track it because it matters and it's important, they want to see the progress of it your macros, you guys, and the food you're eating is the same way. It'd be like you're trying to save for your dream house, right? But you can never look at your bank account. Well, how do you know how much money is going in and how much money is coming out? You'd almost for surely never get there, if that makes sense. It's just like your macros and the food that you're eating and the total calories and nutrient intake. If you're never tracking it, how do you know how to make adjustments to get leaner or bigger or smaller or anywhere in between? You don't. It's a guessing game. And More often than not, most people are guessing significantly wrong. Over time, what we've seen from people is they drastically underestimate how much food that they eat and they overestimate how much working out they do. I'll say it again. They drastically underestimate how much food they're eating. They'll say it's one tablespoon of peanut butter. And let's be real. If you ever squeezed an almond butter or Justin's peanut butter packet – Almost nothing comes out of that thing, and there's two tablespoons in there. Most of us are doing three, four, five, or more. So that's my point. We think we're eating less than we are, and two, we think we're working out harder and longer than we really are. That's just my two cents and my takeaway, kind of wrapped up into one for you guys. So hopefully that helps. I don't want to get on a super long rant here, but that's why I think eating right is so hard for most people, because it comes down to winning the battles, Every single day, 24-7, 365. And it's going to take practice. You guys are going to fuck up and have stumbles and falls. Um, and it's going to take a while. It might have happened in two days or two months or even a year. But you have to start somewhere and you have to start on day one. You have to try. You have to keep putting in the effort. And if you stack up enough big wins, you guys, it snowballs the right way just like it can snowball the wrong way. And you can't beat yourself up over it. It's not about being perfect. But it's about Planning. And having a strategic plan and following it. Having, again, friends who support you, who don't just eat shit and drink booze and aren't active. Having a a fitness community and a coach and people who are in your corner and want to help you and educate you. You can lean on for advice and ask for help when you need it. I... I've yet to meet anybody who's done this 100% solo and alone, you guys, without at least being a soundboard or having a friend or support system to help them kind of see it through because it's tough. Um, With all the great, amazing food and drinks out there, especially in the now in the foodie culture with videos and all these things, it's it's getting tougher and tougher. But it comes down to you, uh, just making the conscious decision, making the right choice more often than not. Again, I'll say this one last time. It's not what we do some of the time that dictates how we end up. It's what we do most of the time. So if you think of it that way, it's what you're doing most of the time and how your meals look. If you took a picture of them on your iPhone at every meal you ate, is it mostly green vegetables, protein, and maybe something else? Or is it bags and wrappers and boxes of shit uh, that maybe aren't serving you how they want? Only you can answer that. um, And it's up to you guys. If you need any help on anything or you want to hear more about this topic, please hit me up. But uh, best of luck to you guys. And again... Make the right choice today. Sell yourself on the reason why you should eat something good for yourself instead of something bad. Don't justify eating shit in the moment. See it through. Think about you not today. Think about you six months from now. Think about you a year from now because that's the person who's going to thank you for making the right decision today. Until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and as always, please keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy. Your life is too short not to. Peace.